keep moving along. Here we go. Um, we are going through the Bovavi. We ended off last week with chapter 72. And what we're learning about is the importance of recognizing that everything, every last second of the day, and every last atom of a person has a creator. The words that we're speaking right now, the thoughts that we're thinking through right now, are all things that are constantly being created by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Okay? Everything is the Rebbeinah Shalayla. And in the previous sections, what we were focusing on was the recognition of the importance of clinging to Hashem and bring Hashem into every aspect of our life. And now what we're focusing on is knowing that everything has a creator. Knowing that the reason why this is so important and this is where, you know, it's so fascinating. Sometimes I think, like, the stuff we're learning through, it's just, it's really basic ideas. But it's so basic that it's not basic, <laughs> you know? It's like, I'm, I, I picture my grandparents and my great-grandparents and my great-great-grandparents listening into these discussions that we're having, these conversations, and them thinking to themselves, yeah, of course. I mean, this is what it is. This is what it means to be a yid, right? This is what, this is what a yid is. We, we know every, everything's the rabbi Yisraelim. What, what's this whole, you know, what, what's this whole discussion about? And really, this is what they, they stood for, and it's true. But nowadays, we've complicated so many things, and a big focus of what we're going to learn here this evening is to get back to simplicity. Yiddishkeit is not complicated. The Rabbeinu Shalaylam is not complicated. The focus of how we live is not complicated. How to keep reality in its simplest and truest form. That's why it's so important to recognize all these things. Because we're just getting back to the reality. And what we ended off last week with was Rabbi Yeruchim of uh, the Mashkiach of Mir letting us know each person's a world, and the same way in the world, there's a zoo, and there's all types of animals. Each of us have various types of animals inside of us, and we all have Avram Avinu inside of us, and Yitzchak, and Yankiv, and Paro, and Bilam. We've got everything inside of us, and we need to be aware. Very often, we just cruise through without being aware that all of these forces are true realities in each of us. There's a Paro in me. There's also an Avramino in me. It's like, what? How do we reconcile this? The answer is because it's not a stira. It's not a, it's not a contradiction. We have all these opposing forces, but as long as we're aware that it's true that they exist, we'll know how to handle it, and we'll take that paro koach, that force of paro, and allow us to strengthen the power that we have inside of us of Avram Avinu. And this is what we're starting to articulate 
as we move along, and I would like to screen share over here. Let's pick up. Let's pick up from the seventy-fourth paragraph. There we go. Here we go. We got the screen up. Zakt the Bovav. Paragraph 74. Shai Hanafilois Sha'anachnu Makirin La'achar Mikain. Le Moshel. Chayser Amuna Chushas Protis. Bashkacha Protis Uchadayna. We have to realize, says the Bovav, that the root causes of why we lack awareness of hashkacha pratis. The word prat means small, individualized involvement. Why don't we always recognize this? Why don't we always recognize this? Says the Bovavi, something very interesting. It doesn't really start from a lack of amuna. Okay? It doesn't start from, oh, you know, now listen, we're not so aware that Hashem's running the show in every last detail. That's not what it's about. Listen to this. Ella, rather. We even need to start thinking prior to this problem, which is, it comes from a lack of real feelings of emuna that Hashem created individuals. Individual. Okay? Now, now, we know this. Okay? So, we know. Ulam, but, since inside of me there's a paro, There's a force that thinks otherwise. I know this, but the problem is I have a paro inside of me. And therefore, there's automatically going to be a force that starts to make this information lose clarity. And listen to this. This is so beautiful. Since there's something here causing a fog, and if we claim it doesn't, by the way, we're just fooling ourselves. It's a fact. It's a fact that each of us have parai. That's the way Hashem made us. Everything that's listed in the Torah is inside. It happened in the world. It's inside of a yid. And therefore, there's certainly inside of us going to be these feelings causing a lack of amunah. So we're certainly, part of our creation is, we're going to be lacking in areas of Amuna. And what's our goal? Listen to this, this is beautiful. Our goal is to get back to Amuna 
pshuta. We're losing out what paro inside of us, this yitzhahara, whatever you want to call it, is causing us to lose out on is a lack of emunah pshuta v'lakach, and therefore mutlal adam lahashrish bekirbat es emunah pshuta b'yaiser sheish bari la'ilam v'hu bara aisi. Says the Bavavi. Whether we like it or not, there is a force inside of us. And we need to contemplate this. We really need to contemplate this. We can have Amuna. We know there's Hashem. We know Hashem's in control. We know Hashem's involved. With that knowledge, though, there's still Paro in me. And therefore, what the paro in me does is it makes this knowledge lose emunah pshuta. Emunah pshuta is knowing something so clear that it just is. Okay, for example, I've said this many times, but my Lord, my father is according to the bracha, and he would ask me to repeat what he just said. He'd say, you understand? Yeah, repeat it to me. I can't. Right? And you can't repeat something very often what that means is. When you can't articulate it, very often it means you don't fully grasp it. Okay? There's so many things we know, but it's not articulated in its simplest form in our minds. The goal is not to know there's a Evishter. The goal is to have a munapshuta, to make it sim- It's so simple that there's a... Of course. Of course. It's it's pushit, simple. It's stripped down. That's what the word pushit means. It doesn't only mean the word pushit means simple, but it also means in its rawest and truest form. A twig, a piece of wood, is called pshute kliates. It cannot be makabel toma. Pshute kliates, a regular piece of wood you use for schach on a sukkah, whatever. It wasn't. It hasn't been transformed into a walking stick, a cane, whatever it is. So. If, if it touches a corpse or something tummy, it does not become tummy. Pashat means it is what it is. What the Bavavi is starting to try to lead us in the direction of is to be able to cling to Hashem in a way where even our knowledge of Hashem, this this beautiful kayak that we're connecting with, reconnecting with, is just part of our simple reality. It's pushit. It's not even up for discussion. I know this to be so true. I know this to be so clear. And it's mutal on a phrase. says we're capable of doing this. But this is really what it's mutal on us to do. This is what it's incumbent upon us to do. To, to build these roots inside of us of emuna pshuta. Emuna pshuta. That this is just the way it is for a yid. That's what it is. There's Rabbeinu Shleilam. We cling to the Rabbeinu Shleilam. Everything is the Rabbeinu Shleilam. Be'emuna pshuta. But in order to get to emuna pshuta, we need to have these conversations. We need to talk about this. Okay? And he keeps building on this so the Bavavi continues to build on this uh, theme over here. So here we go. Says the Bavavi. Bereshis Bereshis Bara Elikim 
In the beginning, Hashem created the heaven and the earth. Do we all know that? We all know this. This is so fascinating. Listen to this. How many times have we read this verse? The great Chafetz Chaim. Whenever he felt a weakening in his Ruchnius, in his spirituality, which is his way that he connects with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he would go back and learn these psukim of the seven days of creation. And he would learn from within the Chumash. Okay? Just, he would just read the Psukim. It's not like he went back and learned it and went through all the Rishonim and every last detail and the Midrash. No. When the Chavetz Chaim would sense a lack in his own Ruchnias, he would open up a Chumash and just read through the Psukim of my separations. How Hashem created the world. Now, Yitmaloha Adam, a person's gonna wonder. Uh, excuse me. You think the Chafetz Chaim didn't know me uh, that Hashem created the world and, and how he created the world? Okay, of course the Chafetz Chaim. is What does it mean the Chafetz Chaim was weak in his amuna? And then he gained it back by reading through these psukim. What does that mean? Of course not, of course not. Rather, how do we explain this? Listen to this. This is so precious. Even when a person becomes weakened in various things. It's never that thing itself. It's never that thing itself that we're weakened. Never stemming from that area. You know what it's when we feel like we're entering a spiritual rut. It's not going right now. It's usually not a problem in that action or whatever I'm doing right now. I'm lighting my candles. I'm just not feeling the beauty of this mitzvah. It's usually not the mitzvah itself. It's stemming from something else. It's stemming from my relationship and my knowledge, my amuna pshuta of Hashem. My paro is rearing his ugly head inside of me. And you know what? In no way, shape, or form do we start to doubt that there's a God. When we feel in a spiritual rut, does that mean that we, we're, we're, you know, uh, we're not we're not so aware of Hashem anymore, or maybe we're starting to doubt that Hashem is running this world. Is that what's causing the spiritual rut? No, of course not. Rather, what this means is You know what happened? We've lost the fire, the light of Amuna. In my heart. Meaning, I know there's Hashem, but I don't have an Amuna Pshuta in me. Shamuna Einena Chaya. My Amuna is not alive. 
Bitsura Mukhshis Balibai Shalha Adam in a real feeling way in the heart of a person. Vikashar Bishora Shashrashim. And when we get down to the root of why do we feel at times that we're in a spiritual rut? I know there's Hashem. I'm trying to cling to Hashem. I'm performing my mitzvahs. I'm learning the Torah. But you know what? I'm sitting down on Shabbos and I just ain't feeling it. I'm not feeling the Shekhinah. I'm not feeling the divine presence. Does it mean I've got a problem with Shabbos? No. What's happening is... That's it. What it means is, is that I've lost the root, which is an emunah pshuta. And because of that lack in emunah pshuta, this simple knowledge of HaKadosh Baruch Hu being the creator of the individual and everything, that, that's why I'm weak in my Torah. That's why I'm weak in my Avodah. That's why I'm weak in my Shabbos. That's why I'm weak in, very, in, in various areas. Because it all stems back to this goal that the Bovavi is sharing with us. To, I need to be clinging to Hashem in a very simple and basic way. And there's always going to be times where these, this zoo, these elements in me, are going to play with me. But it, my focus should... Sometimes you're like, oh, you know what? I must be doing something wrong in that mitzvah. I must be doing something wrong with uh, this relationship. I must be doing something... No. It goes back to really, really knowing what Amuna is and, and recognizing that everything ultimately goes back to to Ruchnius and goes back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm gonna, I, I want to just mention something over here. It's going to take us to a place probably you're not suspecting me to go. But I think it's a, it's a, it, this idea is very much connected to what the Bavavi is saying. And it's also something that perhaps can be helpful to myself to repeat and maybe to others. But I was going through a, um, a number of years ago, I was going through a period where there were a lot, I felt there were a lot of side things in Rabbanus in the rabbinate that were distracting me. Distracting me from what I thought was a distraction. I wanted to learn. I wanted to teach. I wanted to daven. I wanted to do chazet. And there were things going on between people, politically, in the community, in the shul. I felt was just taking up so many hours of my day that I wasn't able to achieve what I wanted to accomplish as a rub. And this happens to many of us in various times in our occupations and our jobs, right? And we're like, hello, what's going like as as a as a rub, if this is my position, if this is my platform, you want to uh, you have your mind set on certain things and uh, and this is and I felt I was suffering tremendously in my ruchnius by having to be busy with all sorts of things that I felt I thought at the time was real it was just stupidity. Like why like why am I this is not spirituality, why am I involved in this? And I was talking to one of my rabbeim, which is what we should all be doing whenever we're you know, we're in doubt and we need clarity. I was talking to one of my rabbeim, and he told me something so poignant, so such a, a uh, you know, he, he, he whipped me into shape. He really whipped me into shape. And he said like this. He said, Menachem, there's two sides 
of the luchos. The first side is what we call benodam lamakom. Right? Between man and God. I am God. Don't be unfaithful to me. Don't say my name in vain. Keep the Shabbos. Honor your father and your mother. The second side is interpersonal. What's that? Don't kill. Don't steal. Right? Don't be unfaithful to uh, so on and so forth. Don't be jealous. The first side is how we deal with God. The second side is how we deal with other people. My Rebbe said to me, he said, Menachem, why do you think that your spirituality is only the first half of the, of the luchos? You're, he's telling me, he says, you're coming to me complaining you don't have enough time to learn. You don't have enough time to connect to everybody. You don't have enough time to, and that's all the stuff you want to do. And, and, and therefore you're missing out on your spirituality. But then you tell me that you're busy with the second side. And with dealing with this and dealing with that, uh, why why aren't he said to me? Why aren't you viewing that as ruchnius? And his point to me was is that I had a warped view. I had a there was a a paro inside of me that was somehow I knew there's a b'nei I know Hashem's in control, and I'm like yeah, and Hashem's we say these things all the time. But for some, somehow, I completely forgot, and it just didn't enter my mind to reframe what Ruchnius is. Maybe Ruchnius is having to deal with this person who I don't want to deal with, or this situation that I have no interest in dealing with, and because of that, I need to work on my midos and na na na, and 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 I'm viewing that as a nuisance. When really this is the spirituality that Hashem is putting in my way to spend time on. Why wasn't I view why was I viewing it as an impediment to my spirituality instead of viewing it as spirituality itself? This itself was a way that Hashem was offering me opportunities to connect to him. But what happened was I I lost on that Amun of Shuta. Somehow. This thing, you get sidetracked in the circumstances and you start to think that there's things outside and it's separate from Hashem. It's not spirituality. It's separate from Hashem. And I had to be knocked back into shape. No, 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 no. This, <laughs> this is Ruchnius. The same way sitting in front of a Chumash is Ruchnius. There's everything. Everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every circumstance is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Every thought is HaKadosh Baruch But it's a moon of shoot. That's, that's what we're searching for. We're searching for a moon of shoot so that no matter what comes my way, it's a sibling, it's a spouse, it's a relative, it's a colleague. It's a, it's a, I stop viewing them separate from our Creator. Everything ultimately is the Bariel. It's ultimately what it is. Beautiful idea. Beautiful idea. Okay? There we go. Let's get another paragraph in over here. Says the Bovod. So the Chafetz Chaim, when he was lacking on his Amuna, what would he do? He'd open up a Chumash Bereshus. Let's think about this. Chafetz Chaim, okay, none of us touches Tonya. 
And this is what the Chavetz Chaim would do. To instill himself the simplest and most basic ideas. Whenever he was lacking, that's what he would do. He'd go instill the most basic ideas. He wouldn't go with these deep intellectual ideas and conversations. That's not what he would immerse himself in. He'd go back to the simplest ideas of Amuna. The Chalzais. And all of this. How do he accomplish this? Again, not through going through all the Rishonim. Just reading the Pesachim. Learning it through. And just, just learning it with, with Pshita Samuka. This is so fascinating. Pshitas means simplicity. Amuka means deep. The simplest things are the deepest. Such a beautiful idea. People, the, the, the simplest people very often are the deepest people. And the simplest ideas are really the deepest ideas. Complicated ideas are not deep. It's mental gymnastics. The simplest and truest ideas are so deep. Something that's, that's deep does not need to be complicated. You should know, my dear brother, this is a huge concept. This is so beautiful. Listen to this. It's so gishmak. The nefesh, our soul, who we really are, we are so simple and we are so smooth and not complicated. That's really who we are. We are really simple, deep, and uncomplicated people. And therefore, Kasher Adam Rotze La Arer La Orer Bekirbo Asprimis Anefesh. If a person really wants to awaken his real Neshama, Kitsurasa Bittahara in our purest way, Nitzrach Lekach Archava Shonakudus Abshutus Biaser. You know what we need to do first is develop the simplest ideas. Just stick with the simple things. To give us the roots of simple amuna. Because that's really what we are. The neshama is simple and uncomplicated. Racious. Firstly, our neshama knows there's a bariyayla. That's simple. There's a bariyayla. Like we started out with. And then next, after that, we need to focus on these concepts, which is knowing the relationship between Hashem, the Creator, and the Createe, if that is a word. Knowing the relationship between Hashem, the Creator, and that which Hashem created. Ad asher advarim chayim until these points are so alive, ubehirim and clear, benefesh bitsura muchshis, in just a basic way, v'hanefesh makeres and the soul is going to know this, umishameshes bohem bechol sha'a mamish, and the soul connects with this 
literally at all times. Okay? The, this is such a... I want to focus on this and end today with this. Because this is so important. This is so, so important. And that is a true Ever Hashem, a true relationship with Hashem is so simple and uncomplicated. The more complicated we view Hashem to be, and the more complicated we, we, we start get, the less Amuna we truly have. Because Amuna is knowing the Creator and knowing the relationship between the Creator and that which Hashem created. And the Neshama that is so smooth and so basic and so simple just wants that and connects with that. And when we see that, we know it. We know it. It's not when we're lacking, says the Bhavavi, when we're lacking, don't make Yiddishkeit or your relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu complicated. We're actually supposed to go the other way. And that is simplify everything. Back to the basics. Back to the roots. I'm not feeling Shabbos right now. I'm not feeling the mitzvah of kosher. I'm not feeling this uh, various Lashon Hara, whatever, having a tough time, whatever. Any area that we're, we're, we're feeling we're starting to weaken in or we've always been weakened, don't complicate it. The way to handle that is by not dealing with that per se at that moment, but by going back to the basics and going back to the relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us. Read Parsha Barashas. Hashem made the world. Hashem made me. Hashem made you. Hashem made everything. And by knowing all these things suddenly, this whole thing about Lashon Hara and wanting to talk negatively about Hashem's creation just fades away. It, it's, it's non-existent. There's no question. And it's not even complicated. It's not like, oh, and you're, you go, and if you do it, you're going to go to Gehenna, and you're over 17 transgressions, and then and I can count a few. And the... <coughs> We're not even going there. <laughs> it's just, when we keep things simple, the Neshama functions when we try to make things complicated, it can start slowing down. So whenever we're weak, says the Bavavi, whenever you're weak, look at the great Chafetz Chaim. He went back to simplicity. And that's really our goal. The goal is to not have a complicated Amuna, but to go back to the Amuna Pshuta that Yidin maybe used to have. Maybe yeah, maybe no. Some yes, some no. But just... Everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Everything's in existence. Everything which is. And um, we'll hold it here for this evening with the 77th um, paragraph. And God willing, Bez Hashem, we will pick up from uh, paragraph Ayin Ches, paragraph 78, uh, next week on Thursday night, hopefully together in Eretz Yisrael. Have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.